that live button has been clicked YouTube is successfully receiving our content and it now says live but it says an error occurred in my browser but I'm gonna assume that that still means we're live I'm just gonna briefly check really quick oh something's going on it says we're live but something's going on with my uh with my Chrome browser let me see if I can get, open an edge. Every time I open it in Chrome, it's like, sorry, there's a problem or whatever. An error occurred. Can you guys open it up? Yeah, we're live. Oh, okay. For some reason, in my in my browser, it's both on um, both on Edge browser and on Chrome, it's not working. But nevertheless, we are live, so it doesn't really matter if I see it, right? It matters as everyone else sees it. So, uh, welcome everyone to another edition of the Four Guys with Quarters podcast. This is indeed episode number 182 for September 12th, 2018 on a Wednesday this week because of um, some scheduling obligations that I have to celebrate some birthdays of family. So, uh, we're doing it a little bit early, which is never a bad thing necessarily. Um, So, we got the usual cast of characters here with us. This evening, afternoon, whatever you want to call it. Uh, joining us for his 182nd straight time. It is indeed ZBCI Assassin. What's going on, bud? Hi. And of course, unwavering from that usual that usual uh, monotone, seriously interested intro. We wouldn't ask for anything no. more, of course. No. Um. Last but not least, we have Italian Clowns with us, and I'm not sure if he can respond to the intro because he's got a ton of family over unexpectedly, but he's still doing the podcast. What's going on? Hi, guys. Clowns, and I have a ton of family over. Okay, great. But he will uh, he will be joining us you know, here and there to, to hit on these topics this week. We got quite a few. Oh, uh, not quite a few. We have quite little to talk about in terms of number of topics but we have quite a bit to talk about i should say because um there is uh there's 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 a few betas going on one going on right now but there was one that just happened and uh we'll talk about those two games battlefield 5 and call of duty blackout we'll talk about those two things uh in in detail and we'll uh measure up how dice has been handling battlefields beta and how treyarch has been handling call of duties and how it's been different and how certainly dice hasn't been doing itself any favors in my opinion but we'll get the opinion of the of the uh, panel here in just a little bit of course we'll talk about spider-man as well because uh spider-man is now out finally and assassin has done that platinum gotten that platinum on it um and uh of course, we'll get his opinion. We'll get Clowns' opinion, and uh, I'll talk about it for a little bit, even though I've only played uh, like four hours, maybe, if I'm being generous. But um, had to play a beta, you know, that Battlefield beta. Couldn't, yep. couldn't, couldn't give up on that. But so uh, before we get into the topics, let's just you know shout out the Inner Circle Network as we do every week. We are an affiliate of theirs, so want to give them. Uh, a great shout out for taking us on as an affiliate podcast. There are a few other affiliate podcasts that you should definitely check out, and you can go to the link in the description below in order to 
um, in order to check those out along with their, you know, their founding podcasts, if you will, the ones that are part of their uh, inner circle already, not not affiliates, but uh, ones that they kind of created and, and have garnered. So uh, quite a bit of content there to absorb if you don't like listening to podcasts is also, I mean, I don't know why you'd be listening to this right now if you didn't like listen to podcasts, but if you don't, and this is the only podcast you listen to, you know, there's also written material that um, Clowns contributes to on a fairly regular basis, so you can go over there. Uh, link is in the description below. All right, Assassin, let's let's start with this because I know you've been playing the hell out of this game, and this isn't really necessarily the controversial part of this podcast. And I know controversy sells, but we got to open with something, and I figured that Spider-Man would be it. Now, Spider-Man came out last week, released on Friday. I picked my copy up Friday. Um, Assassin and Clowns had it digitally, so uh, they were able to play right away. I had to wait a little bit until after work, but got a chance to play, uh, you know, four or five hours or whatever. Um, but Assassin's really the one we want the opinions from because he's the guy who's already platinum the game, so 100% completion in terms of the PlayStation trophies, if you're not familiar. So uh, yeah, Assassin, take it away, bud. What do you? What did you think of the the game? And since you've essentially fully completed it, I guess you can really give your final thoughts. You know, I, I'm saying our impressions so far, but honestly, I mean, your thoughts are pretty probably like final at this point, no? Yeah, I, I thought overall the game was uh, excellent. It was a lot better than I was expecting. I know if you remember, I think it was at E3, I, I said I wasn't really looking forward to it. And I'm glad that it exceeded my expectations by a lot, um, actually. Um, I thought the the combat mechanics, while I had a problem getting used to them, because it, it plays somewhat similar to the Batman games, the Batman Arkham games, I should say. Um, once you got used to it and combined you know, your, your web powers and you know just your punches and stuff like it the combos you can create are, are just so good and they can be a little op at times uh to take out like huge groups if you combine certain things mm-hmm. um i thought the story was very 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 good i thought it uh thought were a lot better than any spider-man movie we've ever seen um, what else? The I've experienced a few bugs, like for instance, who hasn't? The, right? Jesus! If you look on Twitter, it's like all the people are talking about is the freaking bugs. Like, well, I mean, not the PlayStation people, but if you're asking, you know, primarily the Xbox people, they're all pointing out the bugs, which you know is a shame, honestly, because this game is so good. But um, go ahead, sorry, continue. Yeah, you know, I've uh, I've experienced bugs in the the areas where like um. Like, you, you get them early on, but, like, the crimes that are going around the town, like, they'll pop up and there's a red triangle, you know, for certain, you know, things. And there would be times where, um, like, late in the game, you had to, like, attack a car, and then people would come out, and then you, they would get reinforcements. Well, those reinforcements would never show up. And you could complete that, that crime um, and, you know, progress in down that you know, off the uh, the district completion, which was annoying. I've had times where I knocked uh, an enemy off the building, but he survived, 
and um, obviously, like I, I say multiple times, I'm colorblind. So when you hit the right stick, they show up red. Well, I can't see them. And you hear like very quietly, like you, you see, you hear them like, "I see Spider Man." I'm like, "Great, <laughs> where are you?" <laughs> and like, I, I don't know if that's like really a bug, but like, I mean, there, there's times like. Is that actually a bug where you knock them off a huge skyscraper and they're alive at the bottom, and or they're they, there's possible that they're in the wall, like just hear them, but I can't find them. So that that was annoying. Um, there was some like I don't want to get in spoiler territory because yeah, please don't because you usually I don't want to usually that. usually terrible with that. So like the there was this type of gun in the game. Like, I don't know if it was just balanced, but, like, if you got surrounded and they shoot you, like, trying to dodge, you you, you just couldn't. And you were dead, even though it should have worked. Um, but, I mean, yeah. Um, the, for the, the story, not to, like, get in spoiler territory again, like, I, I'm glad, like, the game wasn't just solely on spider-man like you you saw you know the other stuff that could you know you being spider-man like so peter parker's life you know his relationships between his like aunt or you know his girlfriends or you know those, those other things that you, you know you're just the game's not just on spider-man and I, I i think that made it a lot better yeah well i mean people were kind of bitching about that right i mean initially when people were playing they were like I'm done playing as Mary Jane. Like I'm so used to the, you know, myriad of powers that I, you know, the, the, the invincibility you almost feel being so strong in combat and the, the traversal like prowess, if you will, of, of being, of being able to swing literally anywhere on such a nice, beautiful open map. And then you're playing as Mary Jane. It's like, wah, wah, you know, I haven't gotten that far yet, but from what I've heard, you know, all I've heard essentially from everyone except you is is bitching about it. Can you oh, see yeah, those, those those parts? Like, while like I can see why people don't like them, I rather have you know you have the perspective of Mary Jane and what's going on there than having her call you know Spider Man and have like a chat. You know, like you like sometimes you can tone those things out. And I'd rather see, you know, big parts of the story through her eyes than through a phone call. Yeah. No, I, I listen, I, to people who complain about that, it's like, did you expect Mary Jane to have the powers of Batman? Like, you you know, people are expecting, like, GTA, whereas in GTA, like, you go from one character to the next to the next to the next, and it's all intertwined the story. This is kind of like... Almost like the same thing, except in GTA, obviously, one's not a superhero and one's not a woman. It's like, okay, uh, you know, they're closer in terms of what to expect. Now, in this game, I think you go into it knowing, you know, Spider-Man is a friggin' superhero and Mary Jane is a commoner. You're like, you're obviously not going to get that kind of experience. So when I saw the bitching, it's it's kind of like, yeah, um. It's kind. It's kind of like oh, Clans has to back out, and now we're gonna see Assassin's huge forehead here on the stream. But it's like, how could you? How could you? You know, compare something like GTA? Because I saw people doing that on Twitter. It's like, oh, this isn't like GTA character switching. It's so much more boring. And I'm just like, how can you go into it expecting that? 
Like, this is valuable story experience. But people, I feel like people are more into these games these days for, I'm not hearing anything about the story other than from you, Assassin. Like, I feel like I'm hearing about the graphics, I'm hearing about the bugs, and I'm hearing about the gameplay, and that's it. Like, no one's talking, oh, this game has a good story, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm surprised people aren't saying, like, repetitive either, because it, it the game is very repetitive with the, the side. Not you know side missions but like all the stuff you do like you you do certain you know there's x amount of crimes in each district there's you know other things that each district has like one or two of them and pretty much the same and like it, it's very repetitive at well certain I, points of the game i think people are on the i think people are on different sides of that coin actually because i think now i know clowns is back so i want him to get on this and i think clowns has been one that's been saying that it is kind of getting it gets repetitive in sections here and there but then i see people on twitter most recently i just saw i think i just saw a tweet from magic mike um on on twitter that was like oh i have it right here he says this is exactly what he said five minutes ago. I know Spider-Man is getting a new game plus in the future, but the lack of mission replay is very disheartening. Hopefully they add mission replay along with new game plus. Would love to play the final mission again without having to play everything else before it. Okay, well, the final mission, yeah, whatever. But, like, some people some people would like to do the same thing over and over and over, and some people are just like, you know, this is starting to, this is starting to get repetitive. No cl- I, Clowns, am I right? You were one of the ones that was saying that it was kind of getting repetitive, or...? Yeah, can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can hear yep. you. I think Spider-Man is, you know, I love the game, don't get me wrong. I think it's an excellent game. It's definitely worth the 60 bucks or whatever you pay for it, 79 for Deluxe. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to do, but a lot of the things that you do do definitely get repetitive, like taking out the guy, the the bad guys called the thugs or the demons, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's like the same kind of concept over and over and over. It's like why not make a variety of like 20 different scenarios for each thug situation or each demon situation so that you could cycle through like all those instead of having to like maybe two do two bomb diffuses in a row or, you know, two carjackings or whatever the car chase in a row. I mean, it, it definitely gets repetitive there. And I think people are overlooking that. It's, it's a con to the game. Yeah, I think I think you know when we talked last week about now obviously we hadn't played the game, but just to, you know we we talked about it in terms of like hype level and whether or not um, you know we were surprised about the meta not being like in the '90s for a game like this. And I think that's definitely one thing from after after playing the game. I think that's definitely one thing that would keep it out of the '90s range, in my opinion, um, is the fact that a lot of stuff is extremely repetitive. And how many times can you like? You know, for me personally, I know Assassin's going to argue this, but how many times can you, like, swing around and attack, like, a, a car, like, fleeing with enemies in it and have to, like, choose the right side of the car in a bash square? Like, how many times can you do that before it's like, okay, great, like, awesome, you know? Or how many times can you, like, land and, and find somebody robbing a, a business and, like, clear that out before you're just like, oh, okay, great, you know? Um there's a good way to look at this. A lot of people used to complain about Telltale being so repetitive, right? So imagine doing the same scene from Telltale 10 times in a row. First, maybe five-minute scene, 10 times in a row, over and over and over and over. And that's what, like, these missions are. These repetitive thugs, repetitive demons. 
Um, even some of the side missions get repetitive too. I mean, they're just trying to do filler content and I get it, but they could have expanded the story a lot more than just all these side missions. Mm-hmm. Assassin, you got any thoughts on that? Now I know you're going to be on the other side, but. Well, oh, like I, I get like a lot of that stuff's repetitive. I, like later in the game, like I'm not going to spoil anything. Like, oh my God, you better watch out. Thing, dude. Those, those thugs do different things. So like, I, you know, there, there's going to be a different variation of, like, you know, the thug stole a car, you know, get them. Like, there'll be a different variation of that. But then, you know, it, it you'll still see that variation a few times. And it, it's it's still annoying, but um, I feel like if the combat was terrible, it would make it so much worse than it really is. Yeah. Well, I will say, okay, I okay. think the combat is, the combat is kind of good. Um, there was one thing I wanted to touch on though, and I lost my track of thought, but go ahead in front of, yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, no, I, just in response to that, I think that, um, like sometimes in gaming, there are aspects of games that just like will lift it above certain criticism. Like for this game, I think everyone's talking about the look of it. Obviously it's a very beautiful game. The HDR is executed excellently. Um, if people watch the Digital Foundry videos about the technology and the shading and all that stuff, you'll know that this is you know top notch in those areas. And you kind of overlook that stuff when you look at it, something so beautiful and the combat is just so like rewarding and refined and action packed, you know, and really reward you for going at it either stealthily or going at it, you know, balls to the wall, as as one would say. Um, but you know. Okay, I remember now. Yeah, I remember good, what I was going to ask. And this may be, you know, Assassin might be able to answer this better than uh, both you or me in front of. But the drone missions, Assassin, those drone missions where you got to get into the blue circle. And that's, like, you know, there's a couple of those, right? I can never pass the first set. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I get the challenge one, but I can't get the challenge silver or the gold. Is there any tricks to that? Oh, the What was it for her? Where you had to chase the drone. Oh my god, yeah, that I I remember doing those. Those were such a pain in the ass. You have to, if you want gold, you have to basically stay between. I think the max is sixty meters away, and between like forty and sixty meters, you have to be in, and you have to go through every single blue circle very quickly when the drone lands to catch it and destroy it yeah have you been able to do that yeah it was uh part wow. of one of the trophies wow oh <laughs> wow There's the one in chinatown was the hardest because if you screwed up on one part you're done the other ones like if you screwed up you could like jump off of a building or quickly zip to a street light and then get back to it very quickly but like if you don't have like certain powers, I think you get it the the ability I think I told Inferno, where if you zip to like some on the ground and you push X right when you tap, you get a boost. If if you have like that one and then if you push X to keep the momentum going, like it saves your life so much. Yeah, so let's get let's get into that for a second, because that's a nice little segue into like the skill tree slash upgrade slash leveling up system. Now, honestly, Leading into this game, I thought the leveling up 
um, like obviously there are portions of the game where leveling up certain uh, skills is gonna you know help you do things that may be more difficult like what we just talked about um, but like for me I don't know like I'm looking at some of these skills and other than the web slinger one like I'm not really seeing well at least how far I am obviously later on you know your mileage may vary but I feel like I have no reason to like upgrade anything but that slinging one like I feel like the you can still kick ass without anything in the brawler one you know I, I feel like that you know, I'm looking at an article right now on Polygon that I just pulled up really quick, and I don't really, I'm not a huge fan of Polygon, but this is an interesting article they have about uh, the skill tree, and they're like, they talk about the best Spider-Man skills, and like, they list four that are like essential, right? And yep. three out of the four are Web Slinger, and one is Defender, and it's like borderline whether or not it should be there. Like, it's the perfect dodge Which one. one. It's, the do- one? it's Dodge that, Window. Okay, so that, that one is excellent to have because like when you start because like in the beginning you, you don't see many enemies on the screen you get more you know more and more start showing up so when you get that and you start like webbing their face or whatever mm-hmm. you can combine that i think there's a skill tree in the left one for brawler that if they have a gun and you web their face you can take them down instantly um oh, okay or there there's ones in the where you can steal their guns and I think later on, then you could throw them in their face, and then you can combine that. Where if you smash triangle, he spins a lot faster and does a lot more damage. Like you can, if you combine those with a bunch of the other perks you get or whatever, yeah, like you can do some serious damage because the enemies do take a lot more hits to take down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like this is the thing that kind of disappoints me about the skill tree is that. Like, I expected, I saw a skill tree like that. I saw rank up points. I saw, you know, getting tokens for doing certain things, like solving, um, like identifying certain materials in Doc Ock's lab. I guess that's a minor spoiler, but that's super early, so I don't care. Um, so, you know, uh, or for, you know, doing the, um, the uh, you know, taking down the, the, not the gangsters. What am I trying to say? The one where um, you, like, yeah, yeah, the ones where you, like, stop the crimes or whatever, you get tokens for that. Yeah. Like, I saw all that, and I'm like, this is going to be a really, like, customizable experience where, like, I can really shape the character to be the way I wanted to be it. Like, I kind of was almost expecting, maybe foolishly, to ha- have it have been, like, Borderlands skill tree-ish, you know? Like, in Borderlands, the different skill trees like affect you very, I feel like affect you extremely deeply. Like you can make three separate characters of the same character in Borderlands and go down different skill trees and like they'll play significantly differently. Whereas in Spider-Man, it's like if you don't go down the web slinger one, you're kind of a fool in my opinion. At least from just like looking at it, I mean not in practice necessarily, but like, after playing a few hours of the game and seeing how much the web slinger stuff really helps you out in terms of, you know, uh, traversal in terms of, um, in terms of like, you know, doing, uh, stuff like the air marshal thing where you can like focus air attacks and stuff like that. Like I, I feel like that stuff is so essential compared to the other two. It's like, after reading through, like, you know, at least for me, I went to the, and you can say if you did this differently, but I, 
would look at this. I looked at the skill tree and I'm looking at, you know, I'm going through each one before I start spending like my skill points. And if you pre-ordered, you got a, a, like five skill points or something. So you had a chance to spend a lot. Um, but I looked at them all and kind of like evaluate which one I want to go through. And it's like, why would I go through anything other than the web slinger right now? You know, it's well, like, yeah. like, I get what you're saying. Like I was down that same path. I'm like, I don't know. Like I, you know, I had these skill points and like, do I really want this, you know, thing, or should, should I just go down that path like you keep on saying? But then, like, after you get it, and then you can combine them with other skills and web powers and stuff. Like, it just it it feels so much better. Like, it, it's just hard to explain until you you actually you know combine certain skills with each other because they work. There's like there's a bunch of web powers that work very well together, but then there's gonna be like again I guess it's not really a spoiler, but there's gonna be certain thugs, you know, like the big guys that you know you can't really you know you 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 use your web powers a little bit, but they you know they don't work you know well together, right? You know all those web powers, so they have to combine certain attacks, and that's where you know you can start getting into those brawler skill trees because then you can like you know grab them and start to spam them around and throwing them or using like other attacks that you know you wouldn't have if you didn't invest in other skill trees right right or you know bigger groups of enemies like you could go the web slinger way and you know or use your, your web powers and stuff or you could you know combine your like i said your combat powers and just be a total badass right right yeah i I don't know. Maybe maybe that's true. Maybe it's like, you know, maybe the combination of, of powers is really the strong point of going down different skill trees. Not necessarily them at face value, but just, you know, forming your own combos and stuff. And then, yeah, of course, this game, the combat style, you know, the the one, you know, popularized by like Arkham Batman games, you know, it's just it, it, it benefits you to do combos and to chain attacks and to... Uh, you know, chain dodges and stuff like that. Like there is a huge benefit to that kind of gameplay. So, um, you know, in this one, I think you can go like fairly stealthy, stealthy every once in a while too, which I do like, but um, yeah, maybe, maybe that's what I have to get into more is, is chaining the abilities, but like at face value. And I just like look at them as they are and just take them individually. I'm just thinking like, wow, web slinger is really the one to, to go through. Before or to yeah. start, you know, to start with, you know, the first few rows at least. Um, but yeah, especially in the beginning, web slinger, web is good. It's gonna, you know, benefit you most than anything because you get like what four enemies at like once to like the end, like you're know saying, like yeah that, yeah, that amount just triples. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you don't necessarily need to. You know, web someone's face and knock them down instantly because you could just destroy them instantly, pretty much, with how you know weak they are at the beginning. Right, right. Um, yeah. So I just I just took a peek at the Metacritic score again. I know we did this last week, and it's still sitting at the same thing. It's still at eighty-seven. Only a few more scores came in uh, since last week's episode. So about a week uh, a weekend to Spider-Man, where where 
you know, still looking at the same score, which is a good score. I'm not going to knock an 87. I mean, it's not like 90 or bust for me, like a lot of people. But, I mean, there are a lot of people bitching about that score. And, you know, now that we're kind of like wrapping up this topic, at least for now, until, you know, New Game Plus comes out and the DLC for this comes out, you know, for now, I think we'll just wrap this up by saying, you know, Assassin, do you think 87 is like a fair score for this or would you kind of put it higher or lower what, what do you i would have put it higher i would have agreed with some of the nine and 9.5s like i really enjoyed the game other like the only thing that wouldn't give it like you know a near or a perfect score was some of the repetitiveness mm-hmm. and some of those bugs and the lack of colorblind options mm-hmm. like if they got those fixed and the repetitiveness they won't but like maybe in the DLC they're not as repetitive or you know whatnot. Then I mean the game would just be right one of probably the best uh, Marvel uh, superhero game. Right. Clowns, any final words on this? Is the is the repetitiveness really holding you back on it, or you feel like you're gonna finish it, or what do you, what do you think? I think I'm gonna finish it, but I'm kind of disappointed in Insomniac that. You know, you got to get gold uh, in those drone things, and it's tied to a trophy, as Assassin said. I mean, I got a trophy for, like, silver and and bronze and completing it, but I didn't know that there's another one for getting gold in those, and that kind of that kind of really pisses me off. You know, mm-hmm. it really does bother me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I understand that, you know, people... You know, people like challenging things, but... Um. Well, once uh, you get down, like the the pathing down. Yeah, yeah, but how long do you have to practice that? You know what I mean? For something as stupid as that, it's kind of like what the fuck, you know? Yeah, like or like, what? Because it, it took me a while to beat it. I ended up just looking up. Uh, I think it was even from Polygon. Like they had a breakdown of like the one that I had the the Chinatown one. Like, I had the huge problem with, and like yeah, step by step on how to do it, and it was just you know done. Right, right. So essentially, you went to a guide and cheated. All right, got it. Sure. Yeah. All right. Nice. I mean, it's not really cheating because I did it myself. I didn't, you know, hit left, you know, L two R two square circle whatever. That's what you're gonna tell. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. That's it. Okay. All right. I mean, I did hit like right trigger and L two and R two at the same time because you know you needed those abilities. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I got you. You were the one I actually like physically, like did it, but you had a little bit of suggestion from a third party, as we would say. Yeah, because yeah. oh, okay. it, it like, like it is bullshit. Like if you don't have it down, like because if, like if you fuck up like once, yeah, like you can get away with it, but you, you fuck up twice, you have to restart. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it, you, it, it's yeah, it's annoying. Well, it sounds like you're going to have to send it over to Clown so he doesn't get too pissed off at Insomniac and do anything do anything crazy. But, I, you know, this is a game. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna finish it. I'm, I'm definitely going to finish it. And, you know, it sucks that there's just so much stuff that's kind of, like, piquing my interest right now. But that lull after the, after the Blackout beta and before uh, Forza comes out, I think I'm going to get quite a few hours into it. And, you know, I'll probably be done with it by the end of the month, I would say. No, there's, there's one thing I want to say. And oh, yeah. Hopefully everybody's got to this point in yeah. the, the uh, side things. I mean, it, it's really not a real spoiler because I'm sure if Assassin found videos on this, uh, it's out there already. So 
there's this dude in the side missions called Taskmaster or whatever, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I did all those missions that Assassin talked about. Fight with him, and he and I lose. He beats me, and he's like, "Now you got to do all my missions all over again to face me." Ha 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 ha! Like, do I really <laughs> have to go back and do every single mission, Assassin? I don't know. I never lost to him, so. Wow. Okay. What an asshole. Listen to this well, kid. I uh, what do you want me to say? I I, I didn't lose to him, so I, you know. I figured in all your cheap videos that you looked up, you might have an answer. Yeah, dude, he's got a strategy guy. It's right next to him. Dude, so. one for a trophy and one for uh, that stupid Chinatown. Dude, this is where his small That's bedroom. Nice. This is where his small bedroom comes in the clutch because it's it's small enough that he can just have his laptop open right there with his strategy guides, and he can you know still be gaming. Well, I no just problem. Use my phone. Or his phone. Yeah, that works too. Yeah, big enough screen, right? Something like glued to the wall. Yeah, it says (laughs) Spider-Man cheats, and it's like S P I D three R. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, like lead speak. Yeah, exactly. A little bit of lead talk. Yeah, he probably like went to Kinko's and printed it out and everything. Like bound. I don't know what that is. FedEx, whatever. FedEx Kinko's Staples probably got it like bound for ten bucks or something like that. Just like the old days. I used to use those strategy guides when I was a kid. I thought those were pretty fun. I remember. I remember this is kind of like off the beaten path, but whatever. I remember when Super Mario 64 came out and I was playing through that game and yeah. I was so stuck. And then Nintendo Power had like this promotion where you could send away for the strategy guide. And I was like, all right, let me convince my parents to do this. And so I was able to do that. And my parents sent away for it. And it was like, please allow six to eight weeks. And I was like, I'll be done with the game by then. Like, what the hell, right? So then the strategy guy comes in, like, six weeks later, and I'm like, I've got, like, two stars left in the game. Like, it's not even, like, worth going through the strategy guy, but I just flipped through it, and I was like, wow, like, this would have totally helped me out if I had this, but... So, you gotta remember, though, Assassin's Generation is probably like, what? what is the strategy guy? Oh, my God. I actually I have a few. YouTube. Really? Really? Which games? Which games I'm, I'm I have, uh, I think I have one for Star Wars, The Force... Unleashed. Um, might have another one. Really? Wow. Yeah. I can see him buying because of Star Wars. He probably just bought because Luke's on the Right, cover. yeah, exactly. Yeah, probably. No, probably. Because he wasn't a Jedi before R- that game happened. So. Well, whatever. Whoever, it doesn't matter. Did you really need that to get through that game? I mean, is that really a no, game? No, I don't even think I looked at yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not really a game. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what I mean. Yeah, dude. He's... What, what, <laughs> what do a... those radio commercials say? They're like, you millennials don't know anything about the past. Yes. True with strategy guides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's well, so... Strategy guides still exist. You can get them. I think they had one for Black Ops. In digital. They had oh, a strategy the, the guide for Black Prima Ops. Guides or whatever. For Prima, yeah. They had they had a Prima guide for Black Ops what? Three? Three probably. Stop I think it, they had one for World War Two. Stop it. Okay, let me send you a link. Yeah, please do. That, Cause that's such a waste of money. Who would get a strategy guide for a shooter like that? Like, alright, well, you know, you need to just like go through the game and naturally you'll just win. Like it's not even like that difficult, you know? Um Anyway, let's move on. But if you, you know, if anybody watching the podcast has any thoughts about Spider-Man now that it's been out a week, you know, definitely let us know. And uh, I'm sure, you know, in the future when New Game Plus comes out, which they've already 
announced and when the DLC comes out, we're definitely going to r- return to this game because it is pretty, pretty damn good. Um, all right, next up, we have uh, final thoughts here on the Battlefield 5. Oh, don't send it on Discord, dude. I can't open it while we're streaming. Oh, actually, maybe I can. It's a very long link. I want to put it on. Uh, yeah, it is. Before we get to yeah. Battlefield, I got to see this. I'm just going to type it in the best way. So this is what uh, Call of Duty World War Two Prima God. Let me see this. Oh my god! You gotta be kidding me, dude! They have a collector's. They have a collector's edition guide for thirty five ninety nine, right? It's a collector's edition Prima Guide at Best Buy, and it has four point seven out of five star review. You gotta be kidding me! Oh, yeah, there's the $10 one right there. Jesus, wow. What the hell do you need that for? How many pages is that? Like five? Probably one. Use left trigger to aim, right trigger to shoot, and play the fucking objective. Yeah, right? (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, anyway, so um, Battlefield Five. the beta is now over. Pretty long beta. That was like, what? If you had the early access, it was easily a week, week. if not a more. Yeah, a week. So, um Needless to say, we got to play a ton. I think I got to, like, level 24, 25, something like that. I know Assassin got to, like, maybe, like, 35. What did you get to? I I think it was in the 30s, mm-hmm. but I don't even know what the, yeah. the level cap was. Like, I don't even know if there was one. I don't even know if there was that one because we, play, yeah, we played so much, and it was like, you know, the leveling up is so slow in that game. I, feel, I don't know what's going to be in the final game, but... I, I feel like, well, I mean, in Battlefield games, it kind of is on the slower side compared to Call of Duty, obviously. But it's, you know, I feel like you, the leveling up in this one was so slow. I feel like we played so much. And um, it just, uh, you know, it just took so long to level up. But anyway, we played a ton. No Clowns got his got his uh, feet wet in, in some Battlefield Five as well. So we all got a chance to play it a good amount. And... Um, I will just say, you know, last week we were talking about this beta and I was saying that I thought Battlefield 1 was, you know, substantially better. I still think it's better, but it is much, much closer. I think Battlefield 5 has a lot of a lot of rewarding aspects to the game. I think there's a lot of mechanics that work extremely well and are welcome changes to, to the franchise. Um, I am... Liking the fact that you can revive anyone in your squad, I do like that because that's coming the clutch a lot, and it makes sense if you're kind of like a tight knit community that you'd be able to, you know, be in, in squad gameplay. I, th- I think that makes sense that you'd be able to revive, and of course the meta can revive too and revives faster, but it can also revive people outside of squad. I like that. The gunplay is excellent for the most part. Obviously, um, there are some. You know, there are some issues with gun balancing, but in what beta is there not, right? Uh, but yeah. I, I think the visuals are excellent. Digital Foundry came out with a video, said it was uh, on the X. It's, you know, gets down to, you know, it's dynamic resolution. It is on both X and Pro. And, um, you know, it's it's close to like 85, 90% of what uh, 4K is. And the Pro is right behind that at, you know, around 80 to 70 to 80% of 4K a majority of the time. So... Uh, those numbers are very good. Obviously, the game looks great. Um, so, um, anyway, in terms of final beta thoughts, I think I will. You know, I didn't. I didn't expect this topic to like go too long, but I just wanna because I know we talked about it last week a lot. But I will say, um, I think that 
Uh, Stick figure saying in the chat he likes the map design. Lots of choke points. I like the map design uh, to a point. I think that um, that snow map, Narvik or Navik or whatever it's called, um, I think that map was uh, not very good on uh, either mode. Honestly, I think it, w- it looked good, but I thought neither mode was it very was it was it like you know typical battlefield kind of map. So I wasn't really too big of a fan of that, but. Um, Rotterdam, I liked very much on Conquest. I thought that map was excellent. Um, so map design, yeah, pretty good overall, uh, but nothing too you know revolutionary. I don't think. But um, other than like weapon damages and 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 get gadget damages, I think the game is extremely solid. Yeah. But, so so very good. What, what did you very conveyed on? Yeah. And uh, I think I warmed up to the tanks quite a bit. I know when we were in Narvik that uh, when I was with you guys and I was in the tank, like we totally just owned the top half of the server because they couldn't do anything. I love that because you know the tanks are just they just feel satisfying when you're getting kills. You know. Yeah. No. I. I mean. So. I I think I think that I think that there is I think that in past battlefield games there has been a lost that that be that getting a kill is like a lost kind of satisfaction versus other games like I feel like when I'm playing like Black Ops three or Black Ops four and I get a kill I'm like yeah that was like that was satisfying that was good like the pop up is good you know there's a lot of like little things that happen that make you feel good about that kill whereas in past Battlefield games it kind of just like pops up and you're like all right you know whatever uh, Battlefield four I think was a main offender of that Battlefield three I think. It was, uh, I think it was good. Battlefield 1, I think it was kind of subdued. But in this, it's like that pop-up comes up, the noise associated with it, like the the animations a lot of the time. You get a headshot, like the cap pops off and all that stuff. Like it, it, it's extremely satisfying. And granted, I think the time to kill is a little on the quick side. Um, it, it, I, I agree with you, Assassin. I think it's pretty satisfying. Yeah. Yep, uh, yep, yep. But, um... Either of you have any uh, any other kind of final thoughts before we uh, before we move on? I think um, I mean we talked about it a ton last week because we had played it and it was fresh. But um, has anything like changed in your guys' mind about anything in the game? Or nothing's really changed. I mean, the game like you know what we said last week. I mean, it was pretty much what I think this week, except you know the tanks because I ran more tank. Game, you know, games that uh, I did last week, but I mean, other than the um, horrible uh, communication between dice, I think the game is uh, is, uh, is good. Mm-hmm. Clowns got anything on uh, Battlefield Five? I know you didn't play as much, uh, but I I think you played a decent amount for for a few days there now. I think it's a great game, but I think, you know, with uh, Blackout coming and Call of Duty, I think people are going to rather play Call of Duty over Battlefield. So I think Battlefield's going to um, hits on that for a while. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like a little bit of a subtopic that I had for that we had for uh, for Battlefield 5. Like, has Dice done enough to kind of, you know, make up for the fact that you know, it hasn't been advertising well. We'll get into this a little later about how Dice and Treyarch have differed and like their treatment of betas in particular. But 
Um, you know, I think all the buzz is around around Call of Duty right now, especially with that Blackout beta coming out and being so good. We'll get into that in, in just a little bit on how good Blackout is. But do you think DICE has done enough, uh, you know, during this beta, advertising this beta, like getting the word out there to kind of make up for, you know, the mess, the missteps that we talked about in terms of advertising, like to get the word out there to show that the game is good? Or do you think they still haven't done enough and that, you know, maybe they're going to need like another beta Maybe for the battle royale mode, maybe for other modes they have to kind of still push the message. What do you guys think? They they need one for the battle royale uh, with the uh, high uh, praise of blackout going on right now. Yeah, Battlefield One or not Battlefield One. Well, Battlefield Five has a battle royale. We were gonna forget Battlefield Five even exists at least between now and uh, probably to the end of October until Red Dead launches. Um, and they just, they need to market better. Like during the whole beta, like they could have marketed so much and they, they rarely did. Like they had a tournament, I guess, with a bunch of like YouTubers and stuff. And like, that was fine, but I think I heard it about it once. And I guess they discussed the beta a little bit in there. And I didn't even know that they were doing that. Like, and I, I, you know, I look at these social media places especially, like, Battlefield and Dice, and, like, I didn't even know that they were going to just talk about the beta. I thought they were just going to have, like, this little competition, you know, and stuff. And, like, they, they, their just messaging is just awful. Yeah. I mean, the messaging has, has been extremely poor, but I think, you know, I think this is a, this is something in the, in the right direction. I think... You know, I think this was kind of shocking to a little bit of the of the Battlefield diehard community because Battlefield fans were not used to stuff like, you know, squad revives. We're not used to stuff like, um, like the guns uh, handling the way they handle, which I think is for the better. But uh, they weren't used to stuff like uh, anti tank measures being like essentially worthless uh, for the most part. They weren't used to. Um, you know they weren't used to the classes being organized the way they were and and not being able to change one of your gadgets and stuff like that now granted that may change in the full game we don't really know but at this point in time you're led to believe what you play in the beta that's kind of like what hurt titanfall 2 right um you know and we saw what happened with that game that game totally underperformed for how good it was and totally missed the mark on on projections by EA even though that was that game was extremely solid um but uh yeah i think that i think they have some more work ahead of them that's the thing i think you know a lot of people are against ea i'm seeing like ea boo in the chat from supersonic station i'm seeing uh you know saltiest gaming in the chat saying he's not going to play the game until he comes to ea access even you know even though it's a good game i think a lot of people are you know out right now on ea and it's kind of like translating to battlefield and then you know dice isn't doing enough to to make up for that to kind of say hey we're the you know we're the the white swan here amongst the amongst the dirt here at ea like everyone's so down on ea and then you know you have battlefield games which time and time again are so great but um a lot of people are gonna are gonna skip on this but um anyway uh, clowns, what do you think? Do you think Dice has done enough, or do you think they're kind of still a sinking ship here? I know at, at one point you thought that this was going to spell the end of Battlefield, essentially, but uh, and EA was in real trouble. But are you feeling any better about it after the beta, or what? 
Well, you know, I, I don't know if I think EA's in real trouble, but I think DICE could be in trouble itself. I mean, if this game doesn't take off the way that EA wants, EA could just dump DICE and get somebody else to do it, which I think they should have done a long time ago. I mean, DICE has had tons of bugs, tons of glitches. They had a, a ridiculously failed launch for Battlefield 4. I mean, that was terrible. It was probably like the worst launch in history. I don't yeah, know how yeah. well this one's going to do. It's coming up against a, a blockbuster like this God with Blackout. So it's it's really hard to say, man. Um, you're going to have your diehards like Assassin who are going to go in and buy the $3,000 server day one, you know, for like four years. Mm-hmm. and But everybody else out there, casuals, they're not going to go to Battlefield right now. They're going to go to Blackout. And then you have those guys that are always on the line because they get bored about a field. They go to COD back and forth or another FPS. And I think those guys are going to stay on COD for a good while before they dive into Battlefield 5 this time around. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with a lot of that. I think I think COD this time around is just so approachable and is so I think it's I think it's actually pretty damn good. And the delay, and you know, there's just so many factors working kind of against EA. And I know in a previous episode, um, in a previous episode, I'm just reading Salty's chat uh, comment here that says, "I can tell it, I can tell you how it'll do." R.I.P. And I, <laughs> you know, I think that's the sentiment al- around uh, with a lot of people. Like, you know, the per- the servers are going to be populated. Don't worry about that. So if you're going to get the game, you'll worry that a lot of people are out in the game, and the server. Wait a minute. Be- wait. What? Wait a minute, Inferno. I know you said, don't worry, they're going to be populated, but can you connect to them? That's the question. Are they going to show up in the server browser? Or is Assassin, like, he had to do, look through the server browser, look for a specific number, you know, to, to actually show up? I mean, it takes a while, sometimes they don't show up. Yeah, like, you know, I feel like, in Assassin, correct me on this if you think otherwise, or, or counter this, but I think at the beginning of the beta, the connectivity was so much better like, not at the very beginning, but, like, the first, like, you know, the second or third day, like, I felt like connectivity to the servers was, like, not an issue whatsoever. And then, like, the last two days of the ser- the beta, it was, like, a mess. Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely a mess. I don't know if, like, more people were, like, getting on the beta because it was open. So right. Maybe people were checking it out. But, yeah, it was a mess. Yeah. No, and, and, and Clowns is right, like... Battlefield 1 is, on console at least, for for connecting as a party, is like a little bit of a shit show. Joining game, like sometimes you can't even join you on, off your friends list. Like it'll let you join for some people and not for others. And they don't really tell you what's wrong. Like if there's a NAT problem or what or here, you know, what really is the issue. But they got to they gotta polish this thing significantly i mean look at call of duty like we'll get into that right now let me just switch the slide here the the blackout beta right and salty salty says and salty is gaming in the youtube chat he says the blackout beta was the final nail in the coffin and supersonic station saying everyone's saying blackout is good well everyone's saying it's good for a reason because it's freaking good it's really good and 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 you get something like that you get this experience they've never done battle royale before They've never, they've never done this before, and then they put Actually, out something. Caught online has a battle royale. Okay, well, caught online is in like the Chinese thing. 
Yeah. Okay, great. Wow. Like, well, <laughs> like, I mean, I just Call I'm, of Duty. Like, I'm sure. I don't want to be that guy who okay, you know, okay. corrects you. All right, no, fair enough. Please, respect. listen, please correct me. I mean, that is a fair point. But, I mean, I'm not sure necessarily, like, Treyarch is bringing over any, like, Cod China people to help them out with Battle Royale. I mean, maybe no, they are. Ra- Raven made uh, the Battle Royale, you know, Cod Online. No and, shit, yeah. really? Okay, all and, right. Yeah, fair enough. And, uh, well, shout out to my Wisconsin brothers, saying there you go, based in Madison. There you go. Um, but they they are also helping with uh, blackout. Okay. All right. So okay. So they have a little bit of experience here and there, right? They have a little bit. I can't say none. Um, but here they go. They put this thing out. They put the thing out. It's great. Instantly, like next day or like two days later, I can't remember if it was next day or two days later. They up the player count to eighty-eight. And they make next day. next day, and they make tweaks here and there. Battlefield Five beta, it's on for a week, no tweaks, nothing. At least they didn't say anything. Maybe they did like some server side stuff, what have you. But here's Treyarch, and they're making huge strides in coming out with a beta that's awesome, and a reason to buy Call of Duty. The game's coming out a month beforehand, and. It's making people forget. Where are all those people bitching that there's no single player? Where are all those people saying, "Oh, I'm boycotting COD because there's no there's no campaign." You know where they're at? They're not. They're converted. It's like the church of it's like the church of Treyarch, and and up there is uh, Vanderhaar as the preacher in his little in his in his suit, in, you know, in his uh, garb there, and being like, "Amen, brothers!" Like, here's this game, and it is now converted. All of you people. And I think that essentially, you know, this is like a huge splash in the Battle Royale pond. Uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm like hyperbolizing it and making this as a bigger thing than it is. But I'm I'm going to say I'm thinking that this is like just the beginning of the end for PUBG, this game. Well, I don't know if you've seen the article, but PUBG, I forget, it was either the viewer count or player count hasn't dropped down past a million. Since the game has launched, yeah, and when the beta finally launched for Blackout, it dropped under a million. No kidding! Wow, and you that's know. and that's not even well. That's is that just for Xbox or is that for PC or or both or that number? Because it's not even, because the Blackout thing isn't even live for PC yet, right? Well, I th- I, it might have been just viewer count then on uh, Twitch, but um, I mean that I, I think even the player unknown himself like. I, I don't think he was expecting it. He he tweeted some out to like Treyarch. Like I think he was truly surprised. Right. I mean, I. I mean, for all the shit that PUBG gets about you know playability and it's you know crazy expensive in terms of resources on a computer or on Xbox or whatever. Like as much hate as it gets for that. You know that is the giant that needed to be taken down. Taken down, and like you had Fortnite, they're kind of taking up that spot. But Fortnite is like arcadey. You know, Fortnite isn't like, you know, Fortnite. If you're, you know, the best Bob the Builder, you can win the match. You know, it's not like, it's not like it's simple. You know, I'm not saying that Fortnite does require some skill, but there are other aspects other than gunplay that will help you out significantly. Whereas in PUBG and with Blackout, like gunplay is key, and I think Blackout just does it better. Simple as that. I just think it's it's more fluid, and I think it's you know more natural, more approachable for people who may not be into uh, the battle royale crowd. You know, like it, this is capturing the people that aren't 
there it's it's taking people away from PUBG, but it's also capturing people that don't play battle royale games, you know? Yeah. It it feels like it's more like in the middle, like of you know, Fortnite's like super casual and then like PUBG is like you know you know, uh like diehard, not yeah. Simulator, and then you got like Blackout, where you have like you know aspects of PUBG in there with like the different ammos and stuff. But then you got like an easy inventory system that you can easy to manage and stuff, like Fortnite. Yeah. And then they just you know came together and it just works works out. Yeah. Let me go to the chat real quick because there's a lot of um, a lot of comments on this. Um... Salty, well, t- kind of reflecting back to the Battlefield thing, Salty's saying if EA really wanted to save Battlefield 5, they would delay it until summer. I'm not sure they'll even do it, but at least they'll give it a shot. <clears throat> I'm inclined to believe that now after playing this Blackout thing. Like, I didn't think... I thought the delay was okay. I didn't think it was that big of a deal for Battlefield, but after playing this Blackout, like, I... Man. I, you know, I thought that I thought that, Bla- that Call of Duty was kind of... Like I was, I was, I wasn't necessarily with Supersonic Station on this because I know I see him in the chat saying he's gonna pass because it doesn't have the campaign. But I know there were a lot of people that were in that camp, and I feel like now with this blackout thing being so good, a lot of those people have converted into getting this again. I think it's just gonna sell extremely well, and then you know people aren't gonna want to go over to Battlefield Five like if they're on the fence. You know, the diehards are gonna get Battlefield, but you know, Clowns is right. The people in the chat, you're right. It's it's uh, it's not looking good for Battlefield at this point. And Battlefield is a good game. Like that, Battlefield Five is an excellent game. Battlefield One is like one of the best shooters of all time, in my opinion. And it's like this is just this is just like what Salty said. It's a nail in the coffin. This thing is just so this ba- this blackout is so good that it's just gonna make people forget about Battlefield. Yep. Um. All right, clowns. Uh. Your thoughts on this Blackout thing? I know you've played it quite a bit. I think Blackout's amazing. Uh, it's, it's, you know, my favorite Battle Royale game to date right now. I think it's like, I wouldn't say it's as smooth as Fortnite, but I'm going to say that I have a lot more fun on Blackout than Fortnite. I think that they hit a perfect balance where it's not overly complicated like PUBG, and it's not buggy like PUBG, but it's more simple uh, than Fortnite. And I'm going to be honest with you. I think the game's so balanced that anybody could just pick up, play, and win. I don't think you need to be a Battle Royale expert. You don't need to necessarily worry about, you know, hiding in buildings or strats or anything. I mean, me and Assassin just won by shooting people. Mm-hmm. Well, the the only real strategy that people have been doing is getting level 3 armor. I think that's the only thing broken right. in this entire beta. Because you can take, I think people counted it, like up close, you could take 15 shots. And still live, yeah, and still have armor left. Yeah, that's a lot for a Call of Duty game. And uh, I mean, that's the thing. Like in every beta, there'll be something that is exploited. Like no matter what it is, it is just going to be something that is exploited. And you know, I like that they're doing this to like feel that out. And I like how responsive Treyarch's been. And we'll get into that a little more in just a second. But I feel like Treyarch, you know, has just shown. With the last beta and with the, and with this one, um, that they are just dedicated to making positive change and to, you know, testing out with a wide group of people of different skill levels and of different regions and of different backgrounds and what have you. And just, 
ironing this thing out for the good of everyone, you know? And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Assassin, but uh, didn't Treyarch kind of already address the issue with the Armor 3? Uh, they don't have fixes, but they they plan to put out a fix for Armor tomorrow. Like, they're, I think they were testing or making some fix. I think started the first day the beta was out. Yeah, gonna, you know, put it into the game today. So tomorrow, I I think they said it's going to be out. And that's the nice that's the nice thing with some of these battle royale games, and um, you know, with with Treyarch in particular, the way they've talked is that they're just going to be able to make like server side changes. They're going to be able to make changes, you know, quickly like that because they've built an infrastructure to do that. Where maybe Battlefield just doesn't have that infrastructure. You know, maybe they just can't flip a switch like that. Like, Treyarch has kind of, you know, built the ability to do that. I mean, Fortnite does it, too. It's like Epic had that kind of contingency plan in place in case things got out of hand. And look at the updates they've done. I mean, they've made a million changes to stuff like shotguns and snipers and assault rifles and how they handle and everything. And it's like, you know, they just push this update and it's done. You know, it's like... Uh, everyone kind of has to update their game and whatnot, depending on what the update is. But with Call of Duty, I know Treyarch has been talking a lot about, you know, people don't necessarily need to even upgrade, the, update their game. Like, how many times you log into Call of Duty if you're a Call of Duty player? You'll log in, they'll be like, version has been updated, restarting the game now. And it's like not a download through Xbox or through PlayStation or whatever. It's just a kind of a version upgrade or whatever, and there's changes here and there, you know? Yeah. I think they rarely up, update like their game like with a client patch. I right. think World War Two does it like every month. I think once every month, and then you know a server update or whatever the one they have to download in game. They probably do one like every week, right? But maybe maybe every other week. I don't know. I, I haven't played that game for a while, so right. I'm not too sure. But... Yeah, you know I I. Blackout is excellent. Blackout is excellent. Like, I cannot stress enough how well they executed this and how easily it was for them to just capture an audience because everyone was interested because of the way they advertised, unlike what EA has done, unlike what DICE has done, the way they advertised, the live streams, the, like, uh, we were watching the live stream, or I wasn't watching it, but Assassin was watching it, kind of giving us the play-by-play, and, um... What was this, like a couple weeks at this point? They had, or like a week ago, it was like fairly recently. Yeah, they had it on Friday. Yeah, so it was like... Spider-Man Day. Yeah, on Spider-Man Day, like a week ago, they had the live stream and and they didn't play a game. And I was like, why didn't they play a game? Like, I thought that they would show the game off. But not playing a game just built anticipation for this thing more. Like, people logged on to check it out because they didn't show the gameplay. Like, maybe if they showed the gameplay, somebody would watch that and be like, oh, whatever. Like, that doesn't look that great, whatever, right? And then, but it, but in and on the flip side, it made people download it, made people try it out, if you had a key or whatever, and um, it got a lot of people into it, man. Like honestly, I I mean I was interested in the blackout thing, but I wasn't interested enough to like seek it out. It's kind of like zombies, right? Like I'm kind of I'm interested in the zombies mode, but I don't log on and say, oh, I'm gonna play some zombies. Like I hardly ever do that. 
because like yeah. I just fall into the pattern of going into like team deathmatch or like kill confirmed or domination or search and destroy like the usual playlists I've come I've become accustomed to over the years for Call of Duty. Now Blackout's a completely new thing. Battle Royale is, is trendy. Like they just executed this perfectly, and they're getting out before Battlefield. So it's like when it comes to first person shooter battle royale games that are mainstream, this is gonna be the one that comes out on top. Without question. And I haven't even seen anything about the Battlefield 1. Or the Battlefield 5 version, you know? Yeah. But. Anyway, so last kind of topic, but kind of melds these two together. It's kind of like a dice versus Treyarch handling of betas and handling of advertising. Uh, I say beta showdown. um, But, you know, let's just throw the advertising stuff in, too, and the way they've kind of portrayed each of their games in this critical year like call of duty this is a critical year world war ii you know sold well but you know they moved to an era call of duty moved to an era where no campaign uh, a lot of people are saying you know this is the year they have to show something that knocks our socks off or else it's gonna you know it's just gonna spiral out of control for call of duty um in terms of dice like dice is on that bi-yearly schedule where Battlefield 1 came out a couple years ago, was excellent. Battlefield 4 came out, and other than those bugs that Clowns talked about that happened at the beginning, which were definitely true, um, other than those, like, Battlefield 4 was good. Hardline, uh, not so much, but, you know, the game got delayed. It took a huge divergence from the usual, like, Battlefield formula. You know, it was a good risk, and I enjoyed it. And I would like to actually go back to it and play again if the servers were populated, but... um. But so th- this is a critical year for both. Um, and I think, you know, both both have come out with a beta. And um, I think the handling has just been night and day, man. I think Treyarch is just, we kind of alluded to it this entire time, but Treyarch has just handled it so much better with the updates, with the transparency, with the messages on Twitter, talking about the beta. And we're playing the beta of Battlefield, like, the day before. I think it was, like, the day before it went down this week, so like the 10th or whatever and we're playing it and assassin's like do you realize dude that dice has still said nothing about this beta throughout the entire time like they've advertised it by being like oh the beta's out go check it out but they've said nothing about you know like patches or what they've changed or if they're planning on changing anything for the beta like releasing new features and whereas with infinity ward i feel like every like three hours you see something you know it's like it's totally different and people and with with social media being so huge these days, it's just like how can how can Dice not capitalize the way that Treyarch has? You know, I don't know. What do you think, Assassin? Like the handling of this, you know? I think Treyarch has set a standard for uh, betas. I think they have done a superb job. You know, making out I, they didn't have one yesterday. I think that was the first time ever, but. Um, like just you know, coming out day one of the beta, be like, you know, people are like, oh, the picking up stuff was too slow. I want you know, and you have to look way too low at the ground to pick stuff up. And that was right in the article. They had changed the next day. Uh, the armor. Everyone hates level three armor. People think level one and two is just fine. What are they doing? They're already making it. They they put I think day one of uh the beta that their first post they have a change that's going to probably be coming not you know today but tomorrow 
know, and then you go to dice, they you hear crickets. And then they're like, Oh, we're gonna give devs our you know, take over our, our Twitter. And then you see analytics of where recons go on Rotterdam. I'm like frankly, I just don't give a damn where people are going and you know like it's good for them to see, you know, where you know these people are going. Maybe they, they could build more you know, stuff for, you know, to bring cover or whatnot and, you know, change maybe the layout a little bit. But for, you know, people like us who are just playing the game, we don't care. We don't yeah. care if there's a recon that they, they, the recons love to be on the train. Like, obviously they do. No I shit. Mean, like, yeah, the right. point, entire, entire map and it stretches across the whole map. Like, if they're not up there, then there's something wrong. Right. Um, Like, stuff like that, like, like I, I think one of them tweeted out today, like, oh, the the squad abilities, like the V one rocket, the JB two rocket, like or the the supplies or the the tank, like if you, the squad leader uses that, like, you don't get any points. They're changing that so you get the the whole squad gets those points. Like, that's nice, but what about all the problems people are talking about? Like, give us, like, if you're not gonna say it every day, like. It was every two days, like of just known issues. Like, just yeah, acknowledge that you, you know it. Yeah, yeah. If you're not going to change that in the beta, just acknowledge it. And yeah, just not doing that. Like, just yeah. disgusting. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's a, it's a major problem that people aren't getting assurance that that the company knows that there are issues. It's like you already are in are in deep like kind of deep shit because you're delaying the game so obviously you know it's not to where you thought it was you've shown this off at i think three cons so far they've had this game playable yeah. i think three i i could be wrong on that it's either two or three i'm pretty sure it's three cons that they've had this play playable at they've gotten feedback they let this game go to alpha with like influencers quote unquote and not like necessarily diehards okay so they could have probably implemented a lot of these changes prior but they of course had to have you know like uh somebody you know anyone with like forty thousand subscribers like you're gonna get the game you know i don't know that for a fact but i'm just theorizing like they they put their we've talked about this before on the podcast but they they put their eggs in the youtube free and twitch free advertising basket like it's they've letting they're letting content creators take over for stuff that Treyarch is just doing as a company. You know, it just is just transparency is is you know, acknowledgement that there are issues that are going to be fixed. We're going to hit these deadlines. We want you to test it out during the beta. We we have a fix ready uh like very quickly and we want you to test it out, see if you like it a little bit better and you know, people really appreciate that. And I think everyone the games appreciates that, but um, I don't know, clowns. What do you think in this battle? Like, do you do you agree with what's been said, or do you have something else on it? I'm sorry, guys. There was so much going on. Oh, okay, uh, no, no problem, no problem, no problem. Yeah, clowns is. We're like, all right, we're gonna do the podcast at five thirty on on Wednesday because I've got I've got a birthday thing that I'm doing. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, that's like totally fine. Like, usually nothing's going on. And then like, cause I, I, clowns is like, oh man. 
my wife had brought over like you know my my sister-in-law my brother-in-law is here and like all these people just happen to show up at the last minute I'm like ah fuck man like life just goes on around us you know what i mean it sucks but yep yep but uh anyway but i, I don't know like in in terms of Treyarch versus Dice, like, nece- I wouldn't necessarily think that it was a big deal, you know, because Dice has such a good rapport. Like, I think Battlefield games are just normally extremely well received at this point. Whereas with Treyarch, like, they had to prove something because Call of Duty has been kind of on a downward trend. I mean, World War Two did, you know, pretty well. Like, people accepted that pretty well because it went to boots on the ground and people were sick about the future, you know, sick of the futuristic stuff. So I think Call of Duty had more to kind of like crawl back from than Battlefield because Battlefield 1 was just so excellent and really like was a showstopper when they revealed it, uh, you know, because the setting, the graphics, the lighting, like everything was just so vastly improved and uh, Battlefield was kind of riding that high and that's when these companies kind of get in trouble. Like you can't rest on your laurels if you've accomplished something big, especially when your competition your direct competition is about to upstage you significantly. Like that's the thing with dice. Like I feel like Treyarch has been overly exposed on what's going on with this Black Ops Four. Right? They could have totally dice could have totally capitalized on the fact that Black Ops didn't have a campaign. And what do they do? They don't say shit. And then. And then uh, Treyarch has another live stream about the game. They announce a bunch of other things. Maps, gameplay, blackout, all that kind of stuff. They have another live stream. What does Dice do? Leave it up to friggin' YouTubers to do the to do the the heavy lifting, right? Then nope. you know the 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 Black Ops uh, beta comes out a uh, couple uh, like a month ago at this point for the multiplayer. Uh, everyone plays that. The opinions are extremely mixed about that beta. Does Dice capitalize on that by saying, "Oh, we've got a Battlefield Four Five beta coming out, and it's everything you expected it to be, and it's gonna be great." Blah blah blah. I'm talking about all the good things. Nope, nothing. Um, I literally forgot the day that the beta was coming out. Like that's how little has been said on it. I literally forgot about the day. And with- well, they they brought it out like you know they I think at the end of July or August, my bad. They were like. Oh yeah, we're gonna have a beta. Uh, it's like in two weeks. Like, right, right. I think we knew like Call of Duties for like a month, and they had like a trailer, like maybe every two weeks or something, like to get you hyped. And they, like you said, they didn't say anything. I think the only thing they said between the before the beta and the, you know the the reveal, and then a few days before the beta. They brought out an article, be like, "What we've learned from the alphas." Like, thanks. Like, you you needed that, but it would have been nice to have, like, maybe one between alpha one <laughs> yeah. and alpha two, and then between two and then the beta, and then you know said more. Like, like a lot of you know, if the developers don't say what they're bringing and you know stuff, um, people are just gonna stop playing the game. Like. I, I know with Sledgehammer, like they people were complaining so much. Same thing with Star's Battlefront Two. People complained so much they didn't know what was coming. They they had all these you know feedbacks, um, if it was good or positive. You know they were sent Sledgehammer's way, and 
play, and they said nothing. And now Sledgehammer has a weekly post. Uh, they started a weekly stream. I think now Battlefront us has a like a, a weekly transmission now talking about stuff like so dice stockholm is totally fine but like i i think dice la is doing battlefield 5 with somehow the stockholm or something right 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 good point like they're they're just quiet like learn from sledgehammer like i feel like a sledgehammer didn't learn um same thing with you know dice stockholm like or or just just going with call of duty like Treyarch, I don't think would have been like this. I, I feel like with Sledgehammer doing this thing now, like it was a wake up call. Yeah. To, for you know, Call of Duty in general. Right. Right. Um Yeah, I mean I can't argue with that. And it's a good point about, you know, the kind of divide between Dice Stockholm versus Dice LA. It's like you know, um, Battlefront had a huge hole to crawl from, and they were able to successfully kind of do it. But then they had the misstep with the with the microtransactions, right? And then that kind of took them back a little bit. But then they kind of crawled out from that. And now the game is kind of gaining a little bit of popularity, and they're talking about updates and content and all this, and getting people excited again. And I've, I've seen a lot of excitement again on Twitter. Meanwhile, you know, Battlefield Five, they have a great product, and they're just going to let it fizzle. Like, they're just going to delay the game, which is fine. Like, delay the game if it's not ready. But they're going to delay the game, and then they're going to let their competition, like, smoke them on the, on the betas and smoke them on the publicity. Like, the time is now. I mean, it's September 12th. The game comes out in two months. Like, you need to, you need to generate hype now. And to think that the game is going to come out a month from now, like, please. Well, and it's funny, like, because Blackout, you know, just came out. And I think a few days before Blackout started, you know, getting, you know, probably a bunch more hype and stuff. Dice comes out, be like, Firestorm's coming out. It's going to be this. It's made by Criterion. You know, if you pre-order, you can get an, an outfit uh, for Firestorm or just, you know, your you know other multiplayer experiences. And they bring out all this, and then Blackout comes out. And then just like Firestorm just sizzles out and dies. Yeah. Yep. Like yep. shown gameplay, you, sh- you should say there's going to be a beta or something. Like, like they they were so like into this Firestorm battle royale, and then yeah, so, know, so much for that. Out and it's yeah, gone. yeah. So, <laughs> like, yeah, so oh, uh, wait a second. The competition has a good one. No uh, shit. What are we gonna do? Like. <laughs> it, uh, that's the feeling yeah. I get from them, you know what I mean? It's like, that's not a warm feeling for Battlefield fans to get when the competition is showing all this good stuff and EA is essentially, or, you know, Dice LA or whoever you want to put the blame on, is, like, going back to the drawing board. You know what I mean? It's like, it, that's what it's like. It's like, they put out they put out a good beta, they have good press about, about uh, Black Ops 4, the... The Blackout beta is extremely successful, and here's EA coming to announce that uh, we're delaying the game. Like, that, you know, that doesn't exactly bode confidence, you know? Yeah, and I think uh, someone asked about Firestorm to one of the devs, you know, when the dice takeover. Or oh, my God. Takeover, I would the, love to hear what they Twitter. said. And I think someone said uh, something about how can you have 64 players on the biggest map ever have 
Call of Duty can put like 80 players on for maps that they're usually you know made for small. And I, I, I forget the exact wording, I, but I think they're going back to the drawing board on that because I think they're like, oh shit. I think they weren't. I don't. They weren't. I really think Dice players, or yeah. Criterion was. Yeah, I don't think they were prepared at all for eighty. I think they're probably prepared for like fifty. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, ba- like they're like, oh, if Call of Duty hasn't done any more than like twenty. What is uh, Ground War like? Eighteen. Eighteen, and the headquarters is forty-eight. And, uh, oh, the headquarters. Yeah, the headquarters. Exactly. So they're they're like banking on what the headquarters is going to be like. Oh. Shit, I mean, the headquarters can't even get over 48. We're probably gold at 64. And then, boom, here comes 80. Like, you know, Battle Royale games with low player counts, like Darwin Project and stuff, they don't do well. Like, the whole point of Battle Royale is, like, you know. Well, with, uh, I think, Dying Light, their Battle Royale is coming out soon. And I think it, has, it doesn't have many player count, but I, I, from people that have played it, I heard it's really good. Yeah, but that yeah, but you okay. So in the battle royale and dying light, like you, it's it's and like and it, it's an old, old class, you know, because you're also fighting against like zombies and stuff. It's not even like just PvP yeah. and that's it, you know. Yeah. So it's like there's other things that you have to worry about, and there are other games like that, like that Hunt Showdown game. Isn't that kind of like that? Or I don't it, think it's. A- I don't think it's more like a battle royale. I think it has battle royale concepts. Yes, um, but it's not a battle royale. Right, right. Whereas here, here's Dice with their battle royale. They're gonna have sixty four players, squads only. Like, wow, that's a that's a real battle royale. Let me tell you. Yeah, there. Like the differences between Blackout and Firestorm. Like Blackout doesn't seem tacked on. Right. Like there's just exactly. like so much different like there's some similarities and so much you know uniqueness of battle royale blackout between other battle royales they get fucking or not about firestorm and it's pretty much because like what it sounds like because with their grand operations if it gets a stalemate on day three like you're pretty much playing battle royale i feel like they just uh, and then just made it a little bit different and then put it there, and just it was tacked on because Battle Royale took off last year. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. And the thing that's crazy about that is that Blackout feels like it was preconceived, like it wasn't necessarily tacked on, but I think Blackout uh, carries a lot of aspects from, like, PUBG, and um, specifically from PUBG, I think it carries a ton of aspects from that game. But because they did stuff differently, like the inventory, and because they like integrated the perks, and because there's a lot of gadgets and stuff like that, like it just feels so much more polished than just a tacked-on thing. Whereas, like in reality, I wouldn't be surprised at all if at some point in the future, like there's a tell-all kind of like blowing the whistle about this whole battle royale genre like overload that we're getting once battle royale kind of like dies out, and somebody from Treyarch or Activision, or somebody really connected just comes out and is just like, yeah, we uh, we decided to do that, like, after Fortnite came out. You know what I mean? Like, if they just come out and say that, and it's like, wow. Yeah. How does this feel that polished when, you know, they only did it after Battle Royale really took off? Like, there were Battle Royale games before PUBG, let's remember, but at the same time, it's like... Yeah, but they don't really take off. Right, I think. right. PUBG, you know, 
I think they had a beta and it just took off. Like they had to put it in early access. And who's necessarily to say, like, who's necessarily to say that this would have been been included if Fortnite didn't take off? Like, maybe if Fort if PUBG was still the king and was unopposed, maybe you know, and, and there was no Fortnite, maybe no one takes on PUBG, maybe PUBG just, like, sits in that genre and is the game of the genre, and that's it, and no one takes them on, even the big guys, like, who knows, but I think the fact that, like, Fortnite was kind of the, like, the 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 guinea pig in taking down PUBG and has successfully done so, like, the people see money in it, like, a ton of money. Yeah. So. I have a feeling Blackout like, I don't think they're going to go loot boxes. I think they're going to go Fortnite route. Yeah. And yeah. just have their microtransactions be extremely expensive. Because, yeah. you know, they see Fortnite, they can put out $20 skins and people... And people grab them, yeah. You know, just turn a blind eye to it. Like, be like, oh, 20 bucks, whatever. Yep, yep. In fact, it's it's probably a more greedy system than a, than I think of loot boxes. Than loot boxes, I mean, yeah. I don't, pay, I don't pay for loot boxes, but... You know, you get everything. Well, sort of. You you, you have a possibility of getting everything. Well, on Fortnite, I mean, if you, you know, if you don't play the PVE, you're you're not going to get pretty much anything. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. So that's that's the that's the state of affairs really between. I don't think this. I think we've beat that to death. But you know, time will tell. I mean, when both games are finally out, we see how they're doing. When Blackout you know, finally comes out, we see what kind of retention there is. Cause you know, it's all well and good when the game's in beta and everyone's checking it out and everyone's loving it, but let's see what, how that converts over to purchases. I think it's going to, I think in this case, if I would have predicted, I'd say it's going to do well, but um, we'll see how many people actually put their money where their mouth is. Right. And, and uh, actually pick this thing up for, and play blackout, you know, and not just do what I do um, and ignore zombies for like TDM kill, kill confirmed search and, and domination stuff like that. But yeah, well, they can even prove that they can even just change out the mode and just generally like Fortnite, like an event, like not event, but a new mode for blackout just went out today. Yeah. To yeah make yeah. it fat, fast paced. It's like, I, I feel like they learned from Fortnite and I, I think modes like, you know, 50 B 50 or well, it wouldn't work out with blackout, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like modes like that, I think people would be be interested on their yep, yep. on their take. Yep. Yep. I think I you know, I think the infrastructure is there to make those kind of changes very quickly, like we already described, and I think you know, I think that's what we need nowadays. Like people need refreshing new stuff to be quickly enacted and to to garner interest and and to be free. Like you know, it's not even about the money necessarily, but it's about, you know, people getting stale of things quickly, even if, if, even if things are good. Can you imagine, like, this generation of gamers in this position playing, like, NES games that lasted for, like, 35 minutes and were done? Like, people would shit all over that stuff nowadays. Oh. But now you need such, like, constant simulation. And, you know, I Battlefield, I just I just don't think they have the capacity to do that. I mean, of course, maybe they'll they'll uh, they'll prove me wrong here, but... You know, Treyarch is just in Call of Duty in general over the years, just really proven that, you know, like, you know, different playlists that they've added, like they add different kind of game modes, like that prop hunt bullshit that, you know, is, is stupid as hell. But I mean, at least they add that kind of game mode and keep things fresh or like, you know, uh, I don't I can't name like other game modes right off the top of my head, like infected, maybe like it was in the same category back in the day. 
uh, you know, when they first introduced like Kill Confirmed, like, you know, they were just able to churn over this stuff very quickly. And Battlefield in the past has added game modes, you know, like Chainlink, I think is like one of my favorite game modes of any Battlefield game. Um, and yet, you know, they do that with like a DLC drop. They don't necessarily just like flip a switch and that's on, you know. And I think they just need to adapt and do stuff like that, or else they're going to be left in the dust. So in this, well, I mean, big... we saw that a little bit with uh, what was that mode? It was in the first DLC, um, Frontlines. Like they started adding it to the base game. Now it's a Battlefield Five, but yeah, but the, when mean, they first it, introduced it, when they first introduced that, that was in a DLC, like. Yeah, and it just takes them forever, I feel like, to do anything. Like, yes, their maps are big and probably more complex than Call of Duty, but, like, it took them for, I think, almost to the end of, like, Battlefield's, like, almost life cycle, Battlefield 1's life cycle, to implement on every base map. Right. Like, that's a long time for a mode. Yeah, for one solitary mode. Like, it almost would have been more important. It almost would have done them better if they just had a new kind of mode or, like, a variation on an existing mode to make it feel fresh and just, like, ditch the fact that it's not on every map, you know? Like, even back in the yeah. Battlefield 3 or 4, when it was Chainlink Battlefield 3 or 4? It was 4. A 4, okay. Even back then, right, they were just, like, pumping out new stuff and, like, each DLC had, like, five maps, whatever. It was still on that model. But at the same time, like, you know, Chainlink was only on a few maps. Okay, whatever. But then, like, they'd introduce another game mode, and that was only on a few maps. And that, I think that did okay. But, you know, at least they were, like, starting this flow of kind of pumping out new content on a very regular basis and new game modes and new different ways to play. Whereas Battlefield, like, was still stuck in the same thing. Like, of course, there's that Grand Operations that they had in their beta, but... Like, truth be told, that's really just, like, a variation of operations. You know, it's, like, not even that divergent from stuff that's already been done. Whereas with, you know, Call of Duty has done this with, like, you know, the Blackout thing. And, you know, last with the last game with, like, War. Like, that kind of game mode was never in a Call of Duty before. And they introduced that. And that was refreshing and cool for a little bit. You know, it's, like, it's stuff like that. You know? It's stuff like that that yeah. they need to start catching up to well, the competition about. Well, hopefully with their Battlefield 5 DLC model, they can start pushing out content faster than before. I know, I know Treyarch said that they're, they're going to push out a bunch of free maps and DLC maps faster than ever before. So Yeah, yeah. Let's hope, because that's, 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 yeah, that's the, that's the direction everything's going. But, I mean, DICE has just been so freaking quiet, we have no idea. We're, like, just speculating. You know, whereas with like with yeah. Treyarch, I feel like this game's coming out in a month, and I know like a lot about Black Ops Four, like a lot, a lot, like enough to get me interested and in, say that I know enough about the game to get me to buy the game. Like I'm gonna pre-order the game. I can't believe I'm gonna say I'm, I can't believe I'm doing that, but I'm I'm pre-ordering the game. Sadly for Xbox, but sadly, come on. Yeah, well, I think it plays better on PS4, but that's for another show. Um, but <laughs> I mean, the other way around when it was 360, like the PS3 version was, I mean, it still ran, but I mean, it, it's pretty much the same way where, yeah, you yeah. know, Microsoft paid Activision money, 360 can get the better version. Right. Now Sony's paying Activision a shit ton of money for a bunch of stuff. Right. 
you know, PS4 is going to get the better version. So. Right. Right. I don't know what it is, and I don't think it's the controller because I'm not a huge fan of the DualShock 4. It's probably my favorite PlayStation controller of all time, but that's not really saying much. I much prefer the, the Xbox controller, but there's just something about that game that I feel like plays better on PlayStation. I, I can't put my finger on it, but... It could Maybe be what people try harder on uh, Xbox. Xbox. I mean, maybe, maybe I just don't play as well, but I don't know. You just I don't have know. to just a feeling. Need a need a tutor. I just need yeah. I need to get myself a gaming tutor. I think, but um. All right, we're gonna end it at that. I think for the podcast, surprised that we got an hour and thirty minute podcast out of so few topics, but they were juicy ones, and I think it's stuff that not a lot of people are addressing, and I think it just needs to be addressed because. Um, you know, I don't think the fact that Battlefield's going to do poorly is just because the game is very similar to Battlefield 1. Like, I see a lot of people talking about that. It's like, oh, the game's not going to do well because it's essentially the same thing. Like, Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5 are the same. I think that has nothing to do with why it's not doing well. I think it's all because of the pre-launch actions. And I think that if DICE wanted to, they could still create as much buzz as they did for Battlefield 1, or even more. But... I mean, I th- I think that was an important topic, and I'm glad we I'm glad we visited that in that capacity. If anyone in the uh, in the comment section, or if you want to hit us up on Twitter, uh, of course, 4GWQ Podcast is our Twitter handle, but our other, you know our individual handles have been cycling. Definitely follow us and uh, you know hit us up on on those platforms to talk about this more because we you know we want to talk about this. This is like a very important thing in this day and age. I think it, you know it's not just like you go to the local store and pick up a game and put it in your system anymore. Like there's a lot more behind this kind of stuff. The messaging is huge. And, um, yeah. So I'm glad, I'm glad we got to that. And of course, Spider-Man, excellent game. We could talk about that for an entire podcast. I think, I think that's, a, you know, goes without saying, but, uh, we will wait to talk about that more when the, you know, new game plus comes out, when the new DLC comes out and, uh, yeah, we'll eventually, revisit that but if you don't know where to find us i'm sure you do since you're watching this but if you don't you know just search four guys recorders everywhere facebook twitter you know twitter or 4gwq podcast you can find us by searching four guys recorders um you know youtube itunes all that kind of stuff search us find us subscribe do all that good stuff we appreciate that and we appreciate everyone coming to check out the podcast live or you know afterwards whatever um whatever floats your boat i know our schedule changes every once in a while but Appreciate you guys, uh, you know, making the making the trek every week. So for that, we will see you guys later. Hopefully Clowns can get rid of some of his family so he can get back to gaming. But it doesn't look promising by this podcast. So um, we will uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Bye.